welcome to this won't last long episode 21 this will be a little bit of a more not fast paced but a I guess a less lengthy episode because I am leaving um because I'm, I'm visiting home right now for the weekend um and I'm going back to Toronto back to uni and uh, residence in like under an hour so this will be like mini episode I'll call it um but anyway so a lot has happened um since let's see when the last episode was actually because I know it was before I moved obviously
first cathartic moment, I will talk about the others so far, um, was during Frosh Week, um, which you can see a video on um, a lot that happened that week uh, here. Uh, it's called New Nostalgia. Um, I named it that because, you know, um, the way I kind of accept having these two homes, one being here, where I grew up, my hometown, um, that I will never um, escape, unfortunately, because that's just the way life works. Um, and of course my second home being Toronto now, um, and that city, and that uh, university in York. So, I named that because it's a new home, but it feels very nostalgic. Um, in, in all the ways it's familiar, it's also very um, exciting and new. And in that, in, in those ways, terrifying as well. But um, it, it's also very safe and comforting in a nostalgic kind of um, way. Because even though a lot of it's familiar, a lot of it is new in the sense of that I'm gaining new memories with these people and I'm gaining new nostalgia.
was that it always felt lonely. Um, I never felt accepted growing up before university because even though people accepted me for who I was, that people laughed and those moments sucked and they were very valid because I was fucking up a few of those, mo a few of those moments and then once, there pe once people started cheering me on um, put themselves put their feet in my shoes because like I said they're like me uh, they're all like me in, that, in those senses that I was talking about they I because of their, their up there cheering me on, I was like, okay, I can fucking do this. And I kept singing and people cheered and then I was like, okay, there's definitely a performer in me. It was like, it was like this little light inside of me that I didn't know was fucking there. Until I came here and I was like, and that first day, karaoke when I sang in front of people it's like that little light that little performer in me was like almost fully out there and then uh, probably even yeah, it was probably a couple days later so this is probably like a week um, a week in because I know the third and final time so far that I've sung in front of people during that week was Juno's, which was the night before the last night of Frosh. So, um, it was called Open Mic Night, and, um, since this wasn't just singing like karaoke was, um, I could say my other things. Like, I, I, the first I signed up for because you literally just how it works is you when um, you went and signed up you ran up to the front of the thing they had a paper you wrote what you wanted to do blah blah um, for writing things you had to like send it to them and show it whatever obviously all my stuff is fine so I just I did the sunglasses poem um, if you don't know it I don't know if it's in the video not gonna lie um, but anyway, it's basically just me talking about how, um, these and just sunglasses in general, um, because since I've been knowing who I was, I've been 
and I'm more feminine. You, you guys all know that, but it was last year that I wrote this poem about how sunglasses and feminine stuff in general really make me me, make me accept who I am.
saying it. I keep tripping myself up whenever I say it. I'm more me now that there's a performer in me. A part of me that I didn't know was missing. At all. Um, and the fact that being at York brought that out of or that side of me that I didn't know was missing back from being fully myself shows just how much of um, a new home York really is going to be and already is um, Toronto in general too but yeah it's a uh, it's pretty amazing man uh, I've never felt more accepted for being me in my life It's only been like a few weeks classes, so it's not fully, it's not completely um, anything that I haven't learned before yet, but I think it'll get there, and um, I can't wait for that. But yeah, and then and, and a lot, all the stuff I've made so far is on here on YouTube, the most recent one being like a soundscape thing um, for an image, and I chose the image of the thumbnail. It was like an Ellie Last of Us 2 image. They did like a LA soundscape thing, um, but yeah, the one shot there, um, that was fun. My roommate Logan, he's in the thumbnail, and then uh, another, the first little soundscape one. Did my short excerpt from my Batman short story. But yeah, yeah, it's been amazing here, and. I can't wait for you guys to see the space. Um, 
conversation on um, the adventure time fandom because I have a newfound appreciation for it. Um, I even posted a short about it that's gotten like 2,000 views at this point about how, like, as an adult now, you know, growing up with adventure time, I, I was watching this. It was during episode seven out of 10 of Fiona and Cake, the uh, sequel series. Uh, it was when Gary, aka uh, Prince Bubblegum, and then Marshall Lee, aka the male version of uh, wrestling, they were, they, there was like a montage of them getting to know each other through dating and stuff. Um, with them, with, and like also, during the series, everyone's adults and stuff. So, Avenger time, everyone was like a teenager and stuff. And I realized, watching that, uh, I was starting to cry, and I was wondering why I wasn't crying. And I realized, if I'm growing up with Adventure Time, it was it was a show that was made for um, people who were growing up with it. Specifically, it was for the audience, me, who um, who needed to accept growing up, who was transitioning into being a teenager and then into an adult, who needed um, to keep their inner child, and who needed to enjoy being a kid. And then with Fiona and Cake, It's, uh, it's an important thing that they've done here, um, where they've made a new series for the audience that grew up with Avenger Time, who are now adults like me, to, um, whenever, well, it, the way I rationalize it, the way Avenger Time was for childhood, Fiona and Cake is for adulthood. <laughs> Again, it's for those same kids who have enough time to accept adulthood and accept this new transition into bursting adulthood and not being a kid anymore, but still having that kid in you and uh, having that wonder and still having that hope for uh, life and yourself and still having that fun and that imagination. And, uh,
follow-up realization of, okay, I'm dressed up femininely, alone, at night, in Toronto, and leaving campus. And I was like, okay, this is not safe, and I turned back. Um, and I started to have a panic attack. And uh, following that panic attack, I got mint chocolate ice cream on something from Insomni Cookies and went back. And when I started getting closer to the residence building, um, the anxiety wore off. And in my head, um, I said to myself, okay, thankfully I'm home. And then I did like a, like a double take in my head. And to myself, I was like, oh shit, this is home. It was kind of a cathartic moment. It was the first time I considered your home, and it was, uh, it was pretty amazing. That was the first time that I realized it was familiar yet new, and a great home in that way. But yeah. So, on that note, that's going to wrap up this mini-sode. Next episode will be longer, I promise. Um, I'll probably be in residence at that point, but yeah. After reading. So, with that all being said, if you guys enjoyed.